0: This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine published by The Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. Call it what you will, precision medicine, personalized medicine, but it's certainly a hot topic today. And we think of it as being relatively new. When researchers and practitioners discuss the founders of their field, they usually only go back a few decades. But in a recent commentary in the journal Genetics and Medicine, Robert Perlman, professor emeritus in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Chicago, and Didahali Govindra Raju, visiting professor at Albert Einstein College of Medicine and an affiliate at Harvard University's Department of Human Evolutionary Biology, argue that the founder of precision medicine is actually Archibald Garrod. He's a well-known physician who lived in England and published on personalized medicine about a century ago. The first example of Garrett's insights appeared in 1902 in a paper called The Incidence of Alcaptanuria, a Study in Chemical Individuality.
1: The main thing that, that Garrett recognized was that many of the people who had the disease were offspring of first cousin marriages. And that was the clue that they were inheriting some, what they referred to in those days as a factor that was present in both of the parents who were related, and although the parents didn't have the disease, the children did. So that was you know, evidence that it behaved like a Mendelian recessive trait.
0: Garrett expanded on these ideas in a 1909 book called Inborn Errors of Metabolism, in which he discussed four conditions that he described as inherited Mendelian recessive traits. And in 1931, he wrote a book titled The Inborn Factors of Disease. Factors referred to what we now call genes. Garrod's publications were the first examples of medical research that made the leap from Mendel's pea plants to human disorders. And he went beyond recognizing that humans could inherit recessive diseases. He also described what he called chemical individuality.
1: Each individual differs in their
2: chemical uh,
1: composition. That is his contribution. Although, you know, this is uh, inherited in, in families, but each individual differed. So that is what he called chemical individuality. Individuality in evolutionary terms was recognized by Darwin himself. But Garrett was the first one to recognize this nature, the uniqueness of individual in terms of diseases.
0: Garrett basically linked his research that evolved from Mendel's work that diseases could be passed down within a family to Darwin's theories of evolution and diversity within species.
1: One of the reasons I love Garrett is that he sort of saw his work much more in a darwinian evolutionary perspective and he saw the idea of chemical individuality as just a, an extension of what darwin talked about which was primarily structural anatomic individuality and you know darwin of course stressed the idea of the ubiquity of variation among members of a species and garrett extended that to the notion of chemical individuality or chemical individual variation.
0: This is the foundational idea of precision medicine, not just that we inherit diseases, but that each person is different.
1: There's this metaphor that we quote, which I still love, which he says, individual cases of any particular disease are not exactly alike. They resemble rather the drawings made from the same model by individual members of a drawing class. And I think Medicine was and still is, to a large extent, influenced by a more sort of platonic ideal conception of normal physiology and of disease, where what people were interested in was the model, not on the individual representations of the model. And so individual variation was just ignored as noise or irrelevant. And what was important was the ideal form or the class or type of individual or disease.
0: Garrett recognized that diseases are not monolithic. He even went a step further in recognizing that diseases are influenced not just by inherited traits, but by outside environmental forces as well.
2: So therefore, now those risk
1: factors are essentially part of uh, public health. And then this is, again, another you know, extraordinary insight that Garrett provided. The environmental factors provide contextuality.
0: Garrett was a well-respected physician and scientist, unusual at his time. He was a fellow of the Royal Society, and he was knighted, and he had a prominent position as the Regis Professor of Medicine at Oxford University. But despite all this acclaim, his personalized medicine insights were basically ignored. In part, it's because of the prevailing idea that disease could and should be generalized to a population. But in part, it's also because of the trends in medicine at the time.
1: At the turn of the 20th century, everybody was excited about uh, infectious diseases with good reason, because that's where all the new discoveries were coming and all kinds of diseases. Even people, people thought that what we now recognize as lead poisoning was an infectious disease. Every disease was understood or interpreted in terms of infectious etiology, so the emphasis was on external factors that cause disease, and the notion of internal factors, like what we now think of, know as genes, just was not taken seriously.
0: James Evans, professor of genetics and medicine at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and editor of the journal Genetics and Medicine, appreciated the opportunity to publish an article on Garrett's achievements because Garrett recognized many new things in medicine that took many decades to become common scientific and medical understanding.
2: Just the fact that the same principles that control genetics in peas um, are also operative in humans. And Mendel recognized this. He recognized the importance of his work, but, but certainly nobody else did for decades. So I, I think it's good to remind people what a startling insight it was that, gosh, these these Mendelian principles actually apply to people, um, and they aren't just a, a curiosity of plants, for example, or peas in particular. Um, I think the other thing that that the commentary brings out and that is good to remember is that Gerard recognized the uh, variation among individuals that then now is playing out in the whole concept of precision medicine. It's something that Darwin recognized, too, in fact, was, of course, one of the the foundations of his theory of, of evolution by natural selection, that is, that individuals within populations would be variable. But um, Garrod really recognized this. He recognized it in a medical and a clinical context. And I think it's just really remarkable and worth remembering because we're all creatures of our times. And it's easy to forget how how not intuitive ideas like that were back uh, when Gerard was was practicing medicine.
0: Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by the Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.